Hey everyone, and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm Nicole Kamanjian. I'm here with Cody Richard and the host of this show, Jeff Rappaport. This is episode 245, and today we're going to go over part six of how to determine when and how to write creative financing offers. While listening to this episode, if you guys have questions, please head over to the Creative Financing Podcast Facebook group. If you're not part of the community, just search the Creative Financing Podcast in Facebook and ask to join. There will be a live session on the second Thursday of every month, so bring your questions. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can ask your questions in the comments below. Lastly, we want to thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing this podcast with your friends. All right. Uh, Hopefully you have listened to the previous five episodes, and uh, we're trying to hit this from a lot of different angles, and we're going to continue on with Nicole. Um... Create, she created one offer. Now she's going to try to create a second offer. Um, and I'm going to let Cody kind of run with this and give the feedback and direction and try to help Nicole. So go to it. Yeah. So I'm going to share my screen here. And Nicole, we can talk through it as we go and then get your thoughts. So the last one, just a quick recap, was your seven year. Um, we talked through all that. So this time, where do you want to start? So you'll see here I have pulled up all these variables, purchase price, down payment, monthly payment, interest rate, and term. So where do you want to start this time? Um, so, um, we always, well, I would prefer for, I guess the seller to take a longer term. Um, and if they're asking 340, then maybe I want to offer, a little more, but I don't know how much more I want to offer them. Okay. So you're thinking purchase price up and then term up, right? Yeah. Okay. And so we can go through a similar path to last time. So where do we start last time? Um, well, we worked backwards last time with the uh, figuring out um, like what the payment would be if they were going conventional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think last time we started with the purchase price as far yeah. as the variables go. Mm-hmm. So where would you want to go? 340 was our purchase price last time. Where do you want to be for the purchase price this time? To make it stand out a little bit from the other one. This is hard because I don't know um what Guess would what? be like there's not a right or wrong answer. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you're making it hard don't yeah, <laughs> yeah I overthink it all the time <laughs> what if we did uh, I don't know let's just do like 350 I guess Okay, 350 it's a great starting point that's what I would have done yeah the so down payment <laughs> last time was, was 15,000 so we'll continue mm-hmm. working through these where would you want to go on this down payment to be a little different from the last one or maybe you want to um, be the same it's up to you um let's well let's do twenty thousand on the down payment. Okay. Just because so when... down payment a little bit. Yeah. And what other variable do we need before we start plugging into the calculator and figuring out our monthly? The interest rate. Perfect. Yeah. So what would you want to be? What were we last time? Four? Four. 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 Okay. So where do we want to oh. be this time? I would want to bring this down a little bit since we're giving a 
giving them more of a down payment and increase the purchase price. Okay, and so we can play so, with this as well. So I'll put the numbers in here, the term 360, and you tell me what you want to check a few different interest rates and we can see where they land. Um, let's, let's try at 3%. Okay, so 3%, it leaves us at 1391 for our payment. Where were we at on the last one? Like 17. 17, okay. Yeah. Um, where were we? I think so. It was like 17 something. Just doing the, the recon right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, any other interest rates you want to check? So three is 1391. Um, it's 1551 is where we were. Oh, 15. 15. I thought it was 17. Uh, well, I mean, that's not a huge difference, I guess. Uh, I don't know. What about like two and a half? Two and a half. Okay. Okay. So if we go down to two and a half, our payment's going to be 1303. So about $90 difference. I kind of like that. Can I ask a question? But sure. you're putting in these numbers, right, Nicole? You're you're just mm -hmm. seeing. But what 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 are you trying to do? What what do you um, want to see that payment do for you? What what are you trying uh, to accomplish? So I want to, um, what the cash flow basically like if I want there to be enough room between what I'm going to pay the seller and then uh, what I guess um, the owner occupant would pay and then there for like the cash flow left over for me. So it, it almost seems like Cody and I, I want, I'm going to let you run this, but I want to throw something out here. It almost seems like Nicole should probably look at what her exit potentially looks like mm -hmm. so that she can develop the the offer to the seller perfect yeah yeah i have that down here so these are the five five things that we'll look at for the exit with so, your owner occupant so why don't we try to look at like a conservative exit so then nicole can see those numbers and then construct this offer and maybe even make changes to the first offer based on what she could potentially get from a buyer. Does that make you sense? Want, yeah. Do you want me to put the exit yeah. or have her go through? Well, I, I, well, why don't you work through it together? Um, sure. And you know, something you know, conservatively. Okay. So Nicole, we know this property is worth 340. What, what the mm -hmm. info we have is we're asking 350 on this offer right now. If we were to go to an owner-occupant, what would you try to sell it for to them? Um, well, I like as a wholesale? No. It's staying in the middle. Staying in the oh, middle. Staying in the middle. Yep. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I have if, no you had, idea. if you had to take a guess, no wrong answer. There's, there's always going to be feedback. Um... I don't know, 400? 400? Okay. And so from my perspective, and Jeff, you can chip in a little bit or pitch in as well. With an owner-occupant, we, we try to get close to market value. I mean, since it's owner financing or since, yeah, it's owner financing, not conventional, you can usually charge a little bit more. 
but not necessarily that much more. Um, for me, I would say 360, 365 is probably more of where I live. Jeff may have a different opinion. Uh, the only reason I would say maybe more like 375 is that the value was above that just recently, right? Um, and we're, we're not getting this appraised. And um, one of the things I can do is I can start high, but and I can come down. Chances are I can't start low and go up, right? So um, I don't want to start too high, but hey, I, if the property was selling for four hundred three months ago, it's possible that you could sell it for three seventy five to four hundred. Um, but that might be on the high side. Yeah, and another note is like when I'm doing these estimates, like Jeff mentioned, I try to be conservative. So let's say you do get under contract with this offer we have right here and you go to list it, you can list it for 400 and try to see. Right. But you know in your mind, okay, as long as I get 375, I'm making this much, these numbers work well for me. Yeah. Anything mm -hmm. on top is icing on the cake. Right. Okay, so we've got 375 as our purchase price. What would we want as far as a down payment goes? So that would be our wholesale fee, what we're gonna get at closing basically. Minus some fees. Um. Well, we want it to cover the down payment that we would give the seller, right? Yep. And then you're saying on top of that, like a wholesale. Yeah. Fee? So, so like said, I guess twenty forty thousand. Forty thousand. Okay. And some things to take into consideration, which it sounds like you did, is making sure we can pay the seller, and making mm -hmm. sure we're asking a, a reasonable amount from our end buyer which is, this is a little bit above 10%. Do you think it's reasonable or unreasonable? I think it's reasonable being that they would have to pay like 20% if they went to the bank. Yeah. They don't have to pay 20%. This is an owner-occupant. So not non-owner-occupants oh. pay 20%. This is someone that can't qualify at the bank, though. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so we've got our purchase price. We've got our down payment. So we can plug that in. And start playing with interest rates. So we're selling this to an owner-occupant. Where would you want to be considering an interest rate? Considering you need to pay your seller, considering you want to make some money, where would you want to start as far as an interest rate goes? Um I don't even I don't know. <laughs> so there's some things that I like to look at as a reference. Um you can look at how much the property rents for. You could look at what it would be to get a conventional mortgage, how much they'd be paying and try to be close. Oh, to so that. can we like work backwards? Like let's, if their rents are at like 2,100, mm -hmm. can we enter that in the calculator and then see what, like, what does that make sense? I think you can actually, but a lot of times <laughs> what I like to do is you can plug in the interest rate. Oh, whoops. Well, you can plug in the interest rate and see what the payment comes out to. So it's okay. about 6.421 interest rate to give us 2,100 payment. So it works that way. Yep. So where do you want your, your interest rate to be knowing that info? It's not um, even where you need, where you want your interest rate. What I would do is I would figure out a range, right? Like mm -hmm. best case scenario, I might be able to get 8% on this. Worst mm -hmm. case scenario is, 
hey, if I was at six and a half or six, which is even below bank rates, um, and I'm giving someone a deal, am I still going to make money, right? So um, that's what I would do. So, so you're saying, well, um, I, yeah, I still don't know. <laughs> yeah. So like Jeff said, a, a good starting point is that rent knowing that it can be at least, or this, we don't want to go too, too far over this. Right. The high end of the rent that Jeff said was 2,400. Mm-hmm. So if we have it up at 2,400, that's 7.75% interest. And right now the bank is, if they were to go to the bank, they're going to get six and a half percent. So usually with under-occupant, yeah, lucky too. The expectation is that they're going to pay a higher interest than what they'll get with the bank if they're doing under-occupied. So I think this is a reasonable place to start. But if you want to play with more payments, we can try more payments to see what it would be. So you're saying to keep it at that 775? 7.75, 7.75, sorry. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, I think that's a, a fair place to look at and see what our or see what the payment is. Jeff, what do you think? Any thoughts? I, thoughts? Yeah, I, I would do it very similarly, except that I would do it as, like I said, arranged. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, I think that I could get 75 to 8%, okay? But I'm not going to base all of my decisions on best case scenario. So um, now I'm going to look at it. Hey, I'm going to run it at like six and a half, six even. Um, Hey, uh, I don't want to get stuck with this property, right? Um, uh, I I don't want to have an issue. And hey, if I'm offering it at 6% at a $2,000 a month payment, do I still make money? And if I do, and I still make decent money, I'm thrilled, right? I, the the low side is I make money. The high side is I make even more money. Um, uh, the risk is pretty much none. And that's what I like. So I think I get what you're saying here, Jeff. So like at 6%, if it's 2000 and the low end of rent is 2100 I mean... I'm not even considering rent with the low end. The low end oh, okay. is I'm thinking of, hey, current rates, if you are a credit buyer, is barely mm-hmm. below 7%. If mm-hmm. I can now offer this same house that's in good condition, that's nice, might not be you know 100% updated, but it's nice. And I can offer it at 6%. Shouldn't I even get people that could qualify for a loan that want uh, to own a property that would want to come through me? Yes, they'll put more money down. But Mm -hmm. if if you did this FHA, more than likely you're going to pay 7% plus mortgage insurance. Your payment's probably going to be more like um, uh, 2,400, 2,500, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's like, Hey, uh, I, I'm looking at this as a range. Yes. Do I want to sell this property at 6%? No, I don't. Um, if I have to, right. Mm-hmm. If I have to, yeah. I'm not finding anyone, um, at seven and a half or 8%. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I don't really have lots of ways of dropping the price here. Right. I, 
and right. we don't have that much of a spread. And uh, so what can I drop? I can drop the interest rate and I can drop the payment. So that's how I'm going to protect myself. And if I know that going in, then mm-hmm. I know when I'm structuring my offers, hey, if my payments, you know, let's say no more than $1,650 or $1,700 a month, I make a minimum of three, $400 a month, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. not where I'd want to be. But hey, if that's the worst case scenario, that's pretty good. If mm-hmm. uh, now I get seven and a half percent and the payment was, I don't remember how much it was like 24, right? Um, now I'm yeah. making like 700, um, $800 a month. Hey, on a single family home, um, uh, score you, you're, you know, if that's not a home run, it's a good size triple. So, um, uh, to me, that's what I'm doing. And it's very similar to what Cody just said, except that I want that range. Okay. That all makes sense, Nicole? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now you have a range, Nicole. So now how do you put together your offer? Um, that's a good question, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a low, we're going to map it out a little bit. The low end monthly okay. income is 2008. If we were to sell to an owner occupant. Mm-hmm. Say the high end monthly income, we'll call it twenty four hundred. Yeah. If we were to do seven point seven five percent, maybe able to get higher, but we'll call that the high end. Yep. So now let's go back to calculating your payment. So with three fifty as a purchase price, twenty thousand down, and present value is three three thirty. And so now we can play with the interest rates on this end. So where do you want to start <laughs> as far as an interest rate? You can just throw one out there. Um, let's, I guess, do 3%. If, 3%. Yeah. So can I, can I just throw in something here? Yeah, so of course. When we have two offers, right? So you've already created one offer. Now you're creating mm-hmm. another where you're going to ask for a longer term and maybe a significantly longer term. In mm-hmm. my experience, and Cody certainly <laughs> had yours as well. You have to incentivize the seller to want to stay in this deal longer, or they will choose not to. So how do you incentivize a seller? You give them a higher price, you give them more down payment, you give them more of a monthly payment, and or they net more money over the longer period of time. And so... I think you are kind of defeating the purpose of coming in with a lower interest rate on this one because you're not going to incentivize them to want to stay in it longer. I'd rather you offer a lower interest rate on the first one and a higher Mm -hmm. one on this one. Okay. So what if we did... To you or are you confused? No, that makes sense. Um, I just like... I just figured... I, I guess my thought process was because the purchase price was more and a more down payment that maybe we can bring down the interest rate. But um, so the, the, since we're asking all, for net, a longer term, the, the then net I guess... isn't going to be as good to them mm-hmm. over the 
the additional years because yeah. you're getting a higher payment with the first deal. So right. um, okay. do, do they all have to be in favor of the seller? No, they don't. Um, you know, you could have offered, let's say 335 for this one, you know, even mm -hmm. less, but mm -hmm. a higher rate, a higher down, um, longer term, and it still would have netted them more money. So, um, you have to decide on this, but I feel like if you're coming in at 3% and your payment's going to be more under 14, that, mm -hmm. that that is not going to be an incentive for the seller to say yes. So maybe this one's like a four and a half percent. Is that a, enough of an increase, Jeff? It's <laughs> up to you. Uh, yeah. Sixteen seventy-two. Yeah. Compared to what was the first one? Fifteen fifty. Fifteen fifty. I mean, I feel like that's. I think that's good. Yeah. You still you got make any money at that? Huh? Do you still make money at that? Um. We've got our sixteen seventy-two on the low end. Minus sixteen seven two thousand and eight minus sixteen seventy-two. How much is that? Like three hundred and eighteen dollars, twenty dollars, three hundred and twenty a month. About three twenty a month, and then on the high end, about seven twenty. Yeah, around there. So would that all work for you, Nicole? Uh, if yeah. If you were to definitely. come into this, even on the worst case scenario, you're making three twenty yeah. a month. And then on your down payment, you're getting forty thousand down when you're only paying twenty thousand down. So you're making twenty thousand mm -hmm. up front. Yeah, I'm and definitely not can... crying over those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you'll find with owner occupant staying in the middle, you pay a bit more fees because it's multiple transactions, but yeah. you still get near enough to that. Yeah, we can go through the rest of this and fill out the rest of the offer if you're comfortable with those spreads and everything like that see and so did how long you didn't even realize you did it <laughs> no i didn't but you guys helped me I, there's a lot of hand holding around here Jeff. <laughs> that's, how you learn. that's how we all learn you, you are more that <laughs> you just do not have enough confidence in yourself right now um uh -huh. you you understand this but then you you are putting so much pressure on yourself to try to make it right and you know there's a range of being right um you know just got i might have offered something different and we'll probably do another quick episode just the feedback i, I want to know what cody would do um i'll tell you what i would do we'll compare i uh, there's nothing wrong with these offers um mm -hmm. does it get accepted i don't know um uh and really to me what it comes down to is how well did you talk to this seller and find out mm -hmm. what their needs are up front yeah yeah i think you did a great job i think it's yeah more about confidence and being able to throw numbers out there work through it and then get to the same product and go okay does it work for me great does it work for the seller Either I screened them enough to know that it works for them, or I'm going to have to present it and make sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. And would it work for my buyer in this case? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, uh, and sometimes it might be easier 
like it was in this case, to figure out what my buyer would do, you know, what, what we could sell to our buyer. And hey, best case scenario, worst case scenario, and you know, and then fit our offers in that still makes sense. Okay. And we yeah. can we can put the icing on this real quick, Nicole, if we want to figure out the term and wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, figure out the term, let's wrap it up. So your last uh, one was seven years for offer one. So uh I would say 15 for this or is that like 180 yep, months 180 maybe? months so then we can go in, go in and calculate the balloon 218 then we'll fill out our monthly payment and then we look at the net over the 15 years and try to see if it's significant enough compared to the other one and make it a little more incentive for them to take it so do you know how to figure out the net you want to talk me through it, it on the calculator? Yeah, so um, it's the sixteen seventy two, which is a monthly payment mm -hmm. times one hundred and eighty months. Perfect. Uh, and then you add the um balloon, which is uh two eighteen five seventy two. Yeah. Yep. Anything else we add? Uh oh um well I don't know the, I'm missing something the down payment yeah oh yeah we want to make sure to include all their money so they can be as happy as possible <laughs> that is true okay. do you so, remember what it was on the first one it was I don't it was not five hundred thousand <laughs> it was not that number. It's closer to four forty or four fifty, I believe. So, yeah, but on so this one, five hundred and thirty-nine. Yep, five hundred thirty-nine thousand on this one. Uh, it was. Da, 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 da. Mm. And while we're finding that, I can calculate the. It was four, uh, almost four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. So yeah, so... over a hundred more. In eight years. Yeah. So that's a pretty good chunk. For me, I like to look at to make sure it's like 10000 a year at least. Yep. Difference. This one's way more than that. It's like closer to 15 or yeah. 13, something like that. Yep. But yeah. And with this, so, you make a little bit of money on the back end. But Jeff, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah. And, and you know, very quickly, let's wrap this up. This one yep. longer than I thought. But, <laughs> um, one of the things that... Uh, at now that I have all these numbers and I do very similar, I, I have it set up just a little differently than Cody does in his LOI. But now that I do, now I'm comparing my two offers and making sure that I like where they sit, right? And then I may play with it. It's like, hey, maybe I want the first offer to net a little more. So I, I'm going to play with that a little bit. Or Hey, maybe I'm offering too much on the second, so I'm going to come down just a little bit on the interest rate. Or, um, hey, maybe I think the term's too long. I'm going to shorten it to 12 years or something. So I'm going to go back. You know, now that I have something kind of um, in the works, I'm going to compare them and see how I, I want there to be a big difference in that net, right? Um, uh, that that's super important. Um, 
I may tweak, you know, to me, hey, I would love for them to take the second option because if I make $800 a month, would I like it for seven years or would I like it for 15? Um, and 15 for sure. <laughs> right. And so uh, I, I'm going to maybe I'd up the down payment a little more. Um, you know, if we're expecting to get 40, maybe I can offer 25 and uh, maybe I could even offer 30 if I needed to. And so I, I'm going to make those tweaks. So any last words, we'll wrap this up. And then I think we're going to come back and I want to do um, that, like a special episode, me and you, Cody, maybe just for when I say me and you, Nicole, you will be there as well. <laughs> But um, where I want to just, I, I want to kind of critique this and look at, hey, what would you have done quickly? Uh, I'll tell you what I think I would have done quickly and that we can kind of compare and contrast. Sounds good. All right. We'll go out and create some terms. Mm-hmm.